Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a Thursday evening alongside Sean King, Super Bowl champ, former NFL quarterback. I am Tim Murray. Got a lot to get to this evening. We've got college basketball games that have gone final, Sean, already today. It's that time of year where you look up and you're saying, what is that going on? Oh, that's Indiana State pummeling Evansville. That's the week we are walking into. It's a beautiful thing, but not as beautiful as my partner. How are you, sir? I'm having a great day. Uh, I was looking at the notes from this week and Stucky. Really liked South Alabama at 10-1 to to have a chance to win their conference. So I got an opportunity to play them this morning, a minus four and a half. Uh, And they came through glowingly and covered. So I have one win in pocket already today. So Thursday's off to a good start. All right, there we go. Uh, Much more on... I needed it. (laughs) How did you need it? After last night. What happened? Yeah. Three-pointer. With .2 seconds happened. Had TCU. Why didn't you play the money line? Minus three. Why didn't you play the money line? How many times have I told Listen you at what happened. to play the money Listen line? Listen to what happened. I got TCU minus three. Kansas fouls. TCU. Yeah, I know. I watched the game. It had something in point one left in the game. Some kind of way the Texas bench or maybe the officials on their own 
decided to go to the cameras to look and see if it should be 0.7. Did not seem significant at the time. Needless to say, Kansas inbounded with 4.9 seconds instead of 4.2 seconds. And that 0.7 differential cost me drastic, cost me greatly. Just saying. It's a bad beat. It was a bad beat. It's a bad beat. We had Notre Dame. We did. But you, I like to sweep. You know, you get the broom out and sweep. I like to sweep the college basketball slate. So this is, uh, I would say this You don't is have good. any sympathy for the fact that I lost my bet? Not really. Um, Jeez. Because you should play Moneyline. Well, I, I mean, they, they close at three and a half. So I actually bought the half a point. So I wouldn't have the hook sitting there. And it was a game that, what were they up? 12 at the half? A game they were up as much as 15, 16? But it proved to me that TCU has no chance to win uh, the tournament in March. So if you're going to take a futures bet on TCU, don't waste your money. No one that turns the ball over at the rate that they do and shoots with the inconsistency that they do, even though they're athletic and they get after you on the defensive end, those turnovers and lack of ability to knock down shots will catch up with them during a six-game stretch. You do know someone has to win a national championship, right? It won't right? be TCU. You might be right. We'll see. You've, you've ruled out a lot of teams already. It's how you get to the one that you think can win it. Yeah? Yeah. Man, good luck. You figure out why you want to get rid of teams, and then the ones that are left, you sit down and you convince yourself, okay, which one of these teams is most likely, if this is the group that gets to the championship game, most likely to win it the most amount of times based on my evaluations, and that's who I'm going to go with. Mm, based on your evaluations. Yeah. I, so All right. I'm making the bet, right? Mm, yeah. I, I'm going to accumulate a lot of information. I'll listen to smart people like you. I'll listen to smart people like Jim Root. You know, I listen to smart people like humans when it comes to college basketball and stuff, and then I'll still make my own decision. I mean, you also last year thought a team in Villanova was going to be a seven seed, and they went to the Final Four. Well, I, I sometimes I let my biases, you know, when it comes to the Big East, impact my opinions. The Big <laughs> East is a terrible basketball conference as far as viewing entertainment. How? And Villanova's at the top Hold of on. that list. Hold on. How are they? I don't understand. Proof, put proof behind that. Well, just because they're one or two teams that actually can play the game in an aesthetically pleasing way, they have way too many uh, Georgetown, Villanova, St. John's, Seton Hall types that are like basically a whole bunch of 40 and over guys playing back you down to the basket at your local YMCA. They have six teams in the top 40 of offensive efficiency in the country. Hey, six. When all you that's, make, over, that's 60% when of the all conference. all you're shooting is layups, it's hard to miss shots. You, you do know you just make things up, right? No, that's what your uncle. You ever seen an over 40 game at the YMCA? They back you down and boom, boom, hit you with the butt twice, boom. And then he. You do know Xavier is shooting 40% from three. I, there's right? some outliers. Third in the there's country. There's some outliers in every opinion. Okay. They got a couple teams at the top that are kind of fun to watch. What's the conference your favorite team plays in? Well, ACC's down this year. Okay. I just, I was yeah. curious. Because a bunch of their teams can't score either, mm. they struggle on offense. Okay. I just, I was just curious. Because, you know, Louisville does live in that conference as well. So, I mean, Louisville probably beat Georgetown. Might be a pick'em game on a neutral court, but... I know it. I mean, the Big East is bad as well at the bottom. Louisville is 285th in Ken Palm. And what is Georgetown? Not 285th. Jeez. Uh, 217. Oh, wow. Well, you said it'd be a pick'em. So, you just make things up. You think that our listeners the, will the listen. The context and is I, both teams so are bad. So, I am here to just... The context is both but teams But you are can't bad. just blindly say that the Big East is Georgetown is a, a bad basketball yes, team? Yes, very okay. bad basketball Is Louisville a bad Horrible. basketball Horrible. Okay, well, that's, Horrible. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. They're Horrible. both bad teams. Horrible conference. But you can't – I don't understand the blanket. Like, Providence 
has played some of the most entertaining college basketball games of the entire season. Yeah, because they always fall behind and they got to scratch and claw and come back. And yet, the conference that your team plays in includes I'm not, includes don't, Virginia. Don't don't include me as an ACC supporter. I am a Duke men's basketball supporter. But anyway, nobody wants to hear us argue about. Well, you just you Duke George. You like to make things up, and I have Let's to call get to you our on group it. Of guests no, I just today. I just have to call you on it. My point was Louisville and Georgetown State. Well, your point was that and the Big East is not very entertaining to watch. How? It's just not. If you pick the bottom teams it's in my if opinion, you pick the bottom teams in you any can't conference, dictate my opinion. So when do it comes you like to, if I like so to watch do you Big like East basketball? Offense. Uh, I like fluid offense with skilled players that. You know, change direction, jump high, finish at the rim. Uh, guys rotate the ball around the perimeter, knock down open shots. Like, yeah, I do like that. Okay. And you can say whatever metrics you want. I'm just telling you, the Big East games I watch are generally not very entertaining. Okay. It is what it is. So a so team. You can go to your so one of the most analytical, I'm, statistical. I have eyeballs. You don't. You don't watch as much college basketball as I do. I've never assumed or presumed to watch as much college basketball as you do because I have four kids and you have one. So a lot of times it's hard for me to get to as many games. What I'm saying is the Big East games that I have seen, and I've seen at least 15 plus. Like Creighton Providence have, and went to double overtime. You can pick an outlier in any conference. And but you could also pick game. crappy teams in any conference and say their games. I'm not picking the crappy teams. I said the Big East overall. There are a couple teams that are outliers. But overall, the games I've watched this like, year haven't like been entertaining. Like over half the conference? Yeah, well, just my opinion. Okay, well. You, you're also the one saying that Patrick Ewing shouldn't be fired. How much yeah, did they lose? The sarcasm in How that. much did they lose you know by yesterday? Patrick Ewing's a goat. They lost by four. There'll be no Patrick Ewing slander on Visa Prime. He's the time. goat of what? He's the goat of what? Maybe the best Georgetown player ever. Okay. You could argue a little Allen Iverson, but I mean Ewing was the man. Yeah. And, and outside of the greatest ever being in the East when he was there, he probably have a championship. Dad and John Starks shooting like the basket was moving when they did make it to the NBA Finals versus Hakeem the Dream and Houston Rockets. But I mean. Patrick Ewing's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, I can assign GOAT to him. Tracy McGrady's a Hall of Famer, too. I can assign GOAT to McGrady. Where'd go? Auburndale High School? Greatest player Auburndale High School ever <laughs> had, big dog. <laughs> hey, I love Patrick Ewing as a player, and he will be uh, soon to be a Georgetown great player uh, momentarily because uh, he has, I think, one more game as the head coach of Georgetown before he is relieved of his duties. That proves Georgetown is worth, worse because their head coach is getting fired. Louisville's isn't. Because oh, Louisville fired their head coach last year because of off-the-field concerns. Uh, looking ahead to the show tonight, Rocco Miller will talk some college basketball coming up in just a little bit. Uh, we'll check in with our guy Carl Johnson behind the, hunt, behind the counter. Jared Smith in hour number two. The and then boy. the crew, Derek Stevens and company, will join us at 8 o'clock Eastern. So Banksy will be fired up too, man. Jonathan Quick headed to Las Vegas. Yeah, and the Golden Knights got a little W last night. Where was Quick with the Kings? Uh, he was. The, didn't he have a quick stopover in Columbus or something? Okay. Awkward, awkward like that. So yeah, he is a a former Los Angeles King with a pit stop with the Columbus Blue Jackets and now a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. Who yeah did get a nice win over the Carolina Hurricanes last night. Uh, before we move any further, shouts to our guy Mike Bray. Enjoyed himself last night at the linebacker. He could have dressed better. Uh, hey, man, he was just enjoying himself at a casual local bar. Um, from all accounts, was taking pictures with everyone, taking a couple beverage shots with uh, some people. It's impossible he's never been, first of all. How's he never been on a recruiting weekend? 
<laughs> I don't know. How's he never gone with the parents of one of his recruits, you know? Yeah. You know, you know every warm-blooded dad, you know, has a cold one every now and then. Uh, and Mike Bray's one who's enjoyed a couple cold ones. Right. Maybe he just wanted to stay away from that particular bar. I don't know. That was uh, that was an, uh, a surprise. That was, uh, he was dressed like he was a freshman, first day on campus. That really <laughs> was disappointing. <laughs> What do you want him to well, dress like? I thought he was like? going to LeBron James. You know how LeBron showed up when he broke the all-time points I think, record? I think LeBron James. I thought Bray had like a special outfit to change into or something. I think LeBron James and 63-year-old Mike Bray's uh, fashion attire are slightly different. Well, you you learn from your, your, your players. That That's very true. By the way, we talked about this briefly on the uh, College Basketball Betting Podcast, which is a new episode is out now. Notre Dame visits Clemson on Saturday. Fade. Yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and lock that puppy in right now. Fade. I don't know what practice is like today. Well, they didn't have it. Bray canceled it. Yeah, they might. If anything, it might be Bray with sunglasses on, just rolling <laughs> balls out. Yeah, go go ahead and have Get a, a couple shots up, yeah, guys. Yeah, just have a good time. Give me one over and back. <laughs> <laughs> is they, it senior night for Clemson, too? Yeah, and yeah. Clemson's on the bubble. They can ill afford any losses, so... Uh, Clemson coming off of their loss to North uh, Virginia. So uh, we'll go with Clemson. It's going to be a big number, but it might be worth laying it here I was thinking on about, Saturday. Uh, our picks that we had in our draft. Yeah. Vandy beat Kentucky last night. Vandy, Kentucky's did. not on the bubble, are they? Mm-mm. Okay, they're, they're, they're firmly feet f- inside firm, March Madness. Firmly in, but uh, Kentucky's got a interesting okay. showdown this weekend as well. It's a good question that you pose, though. Because Rocco Miller will have the answer to that when he joins us on the other side. Does Kentucky have anything to be worried about? Find that out next. It is V-CEN primetime. No biggie slander on this show. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit betmgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 alongside sean king i am tim murray it is vsin prime time a lot to get to some news regarding lebron james the nfl combine continuing to go on a big boy ran like a four six today so we'll uh We'll get to that. No a couple faster than me. A couple plays in pocket. Well, 4-6 would be faster than you because you ran a 4-7-7. Seven, seven. Um, but let's talk some college hoops right now as we are in the month of March. Conference tournaments have begun. And Rocco Miller does a phenomenal job not only looking at brackets but also breaking down games. And he joins us right now. You can follow Rocco on Twitter at Rocco Miller 8 and also check out his website, Bracket Tier 1T. .org to check out his latest bracketology. I think I know the answer, Rocco, but I'm curious what the numbers say. Kentucky loses last night to Vanderbilt. They've got one last regular season game to go. 
they were certainly trending high, and I saw some brackets have them as a, as high as a six. Where are they right now? And then what's the ceiling? What's the floor for Big Blue Nation before Selection Sunday? Yeah, so they, they were skyrocketing past a bunch of teams, Tim, because – and awesome to be back, be back on with you fellas, by the way. Um, you know, there's been a big cluster of teams throughout the – last four or five weeks between about spot 24 on the board all the way down to about 37 38 which makes up the last six seed and all the way into the 10 seeds um so when a team gets hot like kentucky you know they just passed a ton of teams uh along the way uh, and then today, you know this morning i wake up i've got kentucky still sitting at uh 26th overall which makes them right in the middle of the seven seed line um but they finish at arkansas so of course that's a great opportunity to get another uh, big-time win away from home. Uh, should they secure that, I think they're safely back into the six-seed mix um, because right now the six-seed mix is softer than ever. Um, we've got teams like Iowa State and Northwestern uh, not really playing well. Northwestern takes a home loss last night as well. Um, you know, even Creighton took a loss to uh, Villanova uh, last time we saw them play. So we're in this part of the, the seeding six through ten where there's just a lot of mush. And, um, you know, it's it's really – up to how the committee is going to look at the pros and cons of each of these teams individually. Um, but I do think Kentucky with the amount of road wins they've had, they've had four really strong road wins. Uh, they can get a fifth that really stands out against most of this pack of teams. You know, Rocco last year, North Carolina got hot late was an eighth seed, made it all the way to the title game. Three blue bloods. You talk, you mentioned Kentucky, but North Carolina and Duke as well kind of still fit that same path that North Carolina was on. Struggled during the season, inconsistent, seem to be playing better as we get later in the year. Which one of those three teams do you think is most capable of making that type of run in this year's tourney? I would say Kentucky for sure, just because they're older um, and because they've, you know, they've actually started clicking here in February. Obviously, the setback last night, Van Vanderbilt played really well to take that win away. Um, but beyond that, they've they've been uh, a much different team in the last month. And you just look at their roster. Uh, it's a much older team. Uh, you know, Duke's depending on some younger guys. They also have a first year head coach that uh, although he's been around the program for a lot of years, um, it's a little different when you're, you know, in the CEO's chair, which is where John Shire is now. Um, Duke playing a little bit better, but they haven't really got a significant road win in a in a down ACC. Um, there's a lot of mystery with Duke, um, and I think with Carolina, uh, obviously the talent is there, and maybe they can turn it on, even if they're like a 11 seed playing team or get up to a 10. Um, you know, they're they're probably you know honestly, if Carolina can just click in this last week, um, they'd be a scary team to play. I think just because of just the talent even though they haven't been able to put it together at any point this year. Talking in a big way. We're talking to Rocco Miller, who uh, was kind enough to join us in studio last year when we had the nightcap, so we appreciated him then. We appreciate him now. You can follow him on Twitter, at RoccoMiller8, bracketeer.org. Just one tier there to check out his website, his latest bracketology. Big game tonight regarding the bubble for Wisconsin, right? They're at home. They just came off of a, a pretty... Pretty ugly loss where Hunter Dickinson hits the three and then they lose in overtime and also don't cover. Um, but here they are. They're a four-point underdog, Rocco, tonight against Purdue, who's kind of been struggling here. So they're fighting for their their one-seed hopes. Um, before we get to your breakdown of thoughts on this game in particular, where does Wisconsin stand right now regarding the bubble? 
Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin's been a constant yo-yo for about three straight weeks. Um, so, so traditionally, uh, we'll, we'll do a full bracket rollout Mondays and Fridays on my site. Every once in a while, we'll do it on a Tuesday if we need a little more time uh, to look at some teams. But um, almost every single time, Wisconsin's been in on, on a Monday and then out on a Friday or vice, <laughs> ver vice versa. And, and the, reason, the reason for it is absolutely super simple to explain. Um, if you just take away quad four, uh, all right, so those are the games you're supposed to win. And as long as you don't lose any, it's an afterthought. They have five of those. So you take those five away. They're just an 11 and 12 basketball team. But once they win their next one, which they've been doing back and forth, they're back to 500. You feel a little bit easier about putting them in. Now, that's not the end all be all, but it's a, it's it, for a team, you know, uh, that does have two really good road wins at Marquette has just aged so well all year long. Now Marquette's the biggest champion. So that, that helps a lot. And they got a road win at Iowa, which is very good. Um, and also a, a decent win at the Bahamas over USC. Um, so there's three nice uh, pieces to the resume away from Madison. Um, but I think, you know, they've also taken a home loss to a Wake Forest team uh, that won't be in the field. And, you know, the net uh, itself is in the seventies and we, you know, the net's somewhat new still, um, back in 2019, we saw St. John's get in with a 73 net. Last year, we saw Rutgers get in with a 77 net. Um, so this this year, if one's going to get in in the 70s, it's going to be Wisconsin, um, 72nd at last check. But for me, it's just as simple as they don't balance out. I think right now the bad is still outweighing the good, um, and they'll they'll be more selectable once they get back to that plateau. So a win tonight, uh, especially with it being that name Purdue, who's a number one seed right now, um, would go a long way. Rocco, if you eliminate the three that are in the top 10, and by that I mean Houston, Marquette, and Gonzaga, which non-Power 5 team, in your opinion, is most equipped to make a legit national title run in the tourney? Man, that's a great question. Um, I think the next in the pecking order uh, would have to be St. Mary's, just in order. Uh, it's a team that I know very well, uh, cover some of their games here locally in the Bay Area. Um, you know, they play they play such an effective uh, defensive strategy. I think Lo Logan Johnson's the best on-ball defender maybe in the country. Um, they've got some good weapons. The freshman Mahaney made a lot of headlines uh, this year with his clutch play down the stretch. And, um, you know, but the thing about St. Mary's is they've also had some questionable losses at home to Colorado State at, uh, at Loyola Marymount just a couple weeks ago. Um, so for me, I might give you another answer and say uh, a team I've been high on since day one um, and, and that's Florida Atlantic Owls mm. uh, at the start of the at the start of the, and final four might be a little bit of a stretch, but I can definitely see them get into a sweet 16 and an elite eight with the right matchups. They are just, uh, you know, most people know Vlad Golden's their seven one big, uh, but Rosario is a much wider frame at six nine that comes in a lot and plays a lot. And they actually will go to Rosario uh, in certain matchups. And you got a, a plethora of wings and guards. Um, that go, you know, about six, seven deep. And all of them are very confident, very experienced. Um, and so Dusty Mays has just done a brilliant job of mixing and matching those pieces. And to me, that's a beautiful blend for the NCAA tournament format. You're going to see all different uh, types of teams or possible opponents that are quality. I think the Owls are set up to, to really match up with almost anybody that they'll see. So, um, Again, it's really hard to call those things, Sean, because you listed the three best teams. <laughs> but uh, after that, that's a, that's a team I'm very optimistic and can't wait to see how they do in the tournament. Real quick, just a quick thing on Florida Atlantic. You hear the, the quote, bid stealer, right? That's a normal one-bid yep. league that has a team that's a lock to get in, and then they don't win their conference tournament. 
Uh, we only have a minute here. Is Florida Atlantic a lock to get in, Rocco, or do they have to win the CUSA? Not quite a lock yet. They're on their way to being a lock. So they finished the year uh, tonight. They play at Rice, and they finish at Louisiana Tech on the weekend. Um, neither of those teams are uh, necessarily good losses, but it's on the road. I think they can afford to just split those two now that we're at the end of the year. Uh, and then, of course, they won't want to take a, a really bad first game loss in the CUSA tournament. As long as they avoid those two disasters, um, uh, they're, they're a lock. And then before I let you run, Kansas, 15 quad one wins. Are they, in your eyes, worthy of the number one overall seed? Well, again, I definitely get the argument, but this is my, my work is centered around guessing what the committee is going to do right. and what they're thinking. And they've already told us they like Houston's metrics and they and then think Alabama's wins are more impressive despite Kansas' Kansas's abundance of wins. So for today, it's uh, Kansas is still sitting in the three-hole. Okay. They get a chance at Texas this weekend. Uh, that might start to flip the script, but r- right now they're still sitting third. Rocco, great stuff. We great appreciate stuff, it. Rocco. There he is, Rocco Miller. Follow him on Twitter, at Rocco Miller 8 This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Thanks to Rocco Miller. Good stuff there from him. Talking some NCAA tournaments, some bracketology, and some teams that uh, Rocco likes as well. So keep an eye out. Team that was red hot. Eh, had a couple losses here, but uh, keep an eye on Florida Atlantic, who is a team who is uh, sitting there in the eight or nine hole, depending on uh, where you look. Uh, we'll talk to Carl Johnson. We'll get the sharp report from him. Coming up in 15 minutes, what'd you have? You know what's amazing as I think about what's FAU? That? In a state that has Florida State, Florida, and Miami, uh, and then USF and UCF, FAU's probably got the second best basketball team behind Miami. Yeah. I think that's... And, and I don't know that Miami and, and FAU in like a pick em time kind of game. I mean, Miami would be a favorite, but yeah, I mean, I think you could make an argument. Um, it's got to be frustrating if you're in uh, Tampa, uh, Gainesville, or Tallahassee. Yeah. It's going to be frustrating. Where's uh, where's FAU? Uh, Boca Raton? Yeah, it's in Boca Raton. Beautiful campus, by the yeah. way. If you ever gotten a chance to go down there, I mean, it's tremendous. It'll be frustrating in uh, in about, uh, what's today? March 2nd. So they'll make the tournament. They'll lose that weekend. So, like, in about three weeks, they will won't have a head coach. So, you know, that'll be frustrating for them. Where is he going? <laughs> Ole Miss? Mm, definitely not, a pay raise. Not FAU? No, it's the, it's the deal. It's the deal that you you, you deal with there uh, when you're uh, in that level. So I would imagine, I would be very surprised if Dusty May is the head coach of FAU come next year. But it's been a hell of a season, and uh, we'll see if they can make some noise in the NCAA tournament. Um, a lot to get to. Mentioned uh, the combine going on. We're getting uh, higher-ups in front offices talking so we can uh, get some <laughs> thoughts on that. But it is that time of the show where we... Uh, Hand out some plays. Uh, I've got a couple in pocket, but uh, the floor is yours, sir. You're feeling good. You got a college basketball play that you like. 
And uh, I think you got some Puckstradamus yeah, action, my too. my college basketball play that I like tonight are the Arizona Wildcats, who I think are at USC, if Correct. I'm not mistaken. Yep. They haven't lost two straight in two seasons with Tommy Lloyd. I mean, he's 7-0 coming off a loss, so I'm going with Arizona on the road tonight, minus two. Rolling with the Cats and Puckstradamus' play of the night. Hold on. Okay. Did you learn your lesson? You're going to... Do you want to lay the two, or do you want to go money line? No, I'm going to lay the two. Okay. I'm going to lay the two. All right. I'm not going to let a ref that decided to put .7 seconds back on the clock last night in the Kansas TCU game, which allowed for that .1 three-pointer uh, to go in from Kansas, cost me a cover. No, I'm going to stay with the minus right. two. Puck Shredomis' play of the night, Tampa Bay Lightning in regulation. It's uh, minus $1.15, minus 15 cents. I, I love the Lightning in this situation. They're back at home. One of the best home of ice, you know, advantages in hockey. Also, the Penguins just beat the Lightning 7-3. I think it was Sunday. So, Lightning will be in a situation of revenge spot. So, i like them to get some get back tonight. So, Puckstradamus, Lightning in regulation. Also, can I say college basketball, Adamus? Or no, just my college basketball play tonight is Arizona laying two. Can you think of a new nickname? You can't just put Adamus Well, that's on just everything. my thing. So, I just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you won enough college basketball games this year? Well, that's why I didn't put it on college basketball. Right. I asked the question. I'm still a work in progress in college basketball. <laughs> well, good luck to your Arizona bet. Um, I certainly don't disagree with it. Uh, for me, um, we'll see. Uh, I took eight with Detroit. It's up to nine, so I don't feel great. Uh, they're playing Youngstown State. This is a Horizon League game. Really, the thought I had in this game was... I get the back, the best player on the floor, and I get points. And that's the way I was rolling. Antoine Davis tonight is 26 points away from breaking Pistol Pete's NCAA tournament record, most points in a career. He is going to do it in five years. Pistol Pete did it in three, just to put it into a little perspective there. But uh, he's phenomenal. Just had 38 a couple nights ago. So I will take the eight. Now it's up to nine. So, you know, I never like going against line movement. But uh, I just mean he can't officially own the record. I agree. Yeah. I just, you're not supposed to be able to play more than four years of college. We didn't think we'd have a, glo- a year back. We also didn't think we'd have a global pandemic. So, you know, things change. Just saying. It's unfair. You wouldn't have stayed for a fifth year. No, I'm not talking about as it pertains to me. I'm talking all these guys are, you know, getting bumped down in the record books at their respective colleges because guys are playing five, six, seven years. Well, you can't play six years. Well, you play five. Dorian Thompson Robinson definitely was in college for a decade. <laughs> five years. Drew Timmy's definitely been in college for two years. He's decades. actually been in for four years. Right. Yeah. Drew Timmy has not done anything wrong in your eyes. He's played. This is his actual fourth year of college basketball. You just know he's he might come back, though. That's he's the crazy. He's easily 30 years old. <laughs> Maybe, but he's only played four years of college basketball, which uh, I will get to Drew Timmy and his Gonzaga Bulldogs here in just a moment. So I'm on Detroit. I don't like the way the line has moved, so that's uh, spooking me a little bit. And then uh, your hold on to your butt special tonight, like Ohio State was last night. I'm taking the four with Wisconsin. Oof, that's why you're asking about them? Prayer hands. Uh, this is uh, a desperate spot for the Badgers, certainly. Uh, very much on the bubble. We just talked to Rocco about it's uh, they're on, they're off, they're on, they're off. At home, Cole Center, senior night, taking on Purdue. I would have much preferred Purdue, you know, be in a spot where they weren't coming off of a loss, but they are, so nothing we could do there. But I do like Wisconsin, so I'm going to take the four points 
with the Badgers at home. So those are my two plays tonight. We'll see how it goes. Uh, wish we could have another Notre Dame situation. Love that spot last night. It's great. I think Purdue's slightly better than Pittsburgh, but. I'm not saying. I mean, Wisconsin's better than Notre Dame. It's true. <laughs> um, so I'll roll with Wisconsin uh, in that spot against Purdue. Home Big Ten teams this year have uh, have thrived. I believe it's 77 and 49 against the spread. So uh, hopefully the Badgers, as a dog here, can keep it close against the Boilermakers. Uh, we're going to talk to Carl Johnson from behind the counter here in just a little bit. Uh, I do want. I have another play that I made today, and we just you just mentioned Drew Timmy. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga is the favorite to win the West Coast Conference tournament. And St. Mary's is not too far behind. Depending on where you look, some spots have Gonzaga as high as minus 140. Here at Circa, minus 120. South Point, I think, was minus 120 as well. And I played Gonzaga to win the West Coast Conference tournament at minus 120. Now, I have reasons behind it. But before I get to those reasons, Sean... I know the rollover parlay police is going to come out with their sirens on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just rollover parlay it. Yeah, you could do that. Here's the thing that why I'm not going to do that. Number one is if you do the math, you're really not saving a ton, especially if you get it at minus 120. I wouldn't recommend minus 140, minus 150. So a rollover parlay, as most people know, is you make one bet, you take that money, and you roll it over. So Gonzaga will either play Santa Clara or San Francisco in the semifinals. Remember, the way the West Coast Conference tournament is structured, Sean, Gonzaga and St. Mary's have buys all the way to the semifinals. They only have to win two games to win the conference tournament. Gonzaga will be in the range of 11 to 12 point favorite against Santa Clara. They were laying 13 against the Broncos back on February 2nd at home. They won that game by 18. San Francisco also could pull the upset. When they played San Francisco on February 2nd or February 9th, they were a 14-point favorite, minus 1,200 on the money line. So shave a little off for it being on a neutral site. We roll that over. Let's say it was minus 650. We would get to $115 if you just put a $100 bet down. Mm -hmm. And then St. Mary's against Gonzaga, which we saw last weekend, in Spokane, closed minus six for Zags. They covered minus 300 on the money line. Neutral site, let's bump that down to three, minus 150. So if all that plays out where you get Santa Clara, then you get St. Mary's, you're looking at a rollover parlay paying around minus 108. That's if it plays out to that level. Sharp money doesn't come in, move one way or the other. Lastly... St. Mary's is lined up to play Loyola Marymount in the semifinals. I expect St. Mary's to win that game, Sean. However, Loyola Marymount has beaten St. Mary's and beaten Gonzaga, and they have a guard that can go nuclear in Cam Shelton. If Loyola Marymount pulls the upset, guess what? You ain't getting minus 120 as a rollover parlay. So that's why I'm going with the Zags. Oh, by the way, the Zags, since the start of February, the last month, Sean, number two. In the country. Very compelling argument, Tim. The only problem is St. Mary's is taking it down. The Gales are cutting down the next cigar bet. I'll take St. Mary's, you take Gonzaga. <laughs> Beautiful.
Do you like offense? I thought you hated the In Big the East. Gales we trust. Man, another cigar for me? Beautiful. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention BetMGM customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign in to your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll receive a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Alongside Sean King... I am Tim Murray. It is V-CIN prime time, and it's good to be back in our normal spot. We're kind of all over the place post-Super Bowl, and that means our weekly visit with the man, the myth, the legend, Carl Johnson, at Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter, racing sportsbook director at the Beau Rivage down there in Biloxi, Mississippi. Carl, how are you, sir? It's good to uh, have you back on the program. Yeah, man, look, I was... I- I texted Sean. I mean, I said, man, where the hell did everybody go? You know, I didn't, I didn't know what happened with, uh, you know, you guys, you was filling in one place. He was filling in one. Yeah. I missed you guys, but it's good to be back. Yeah. We missed you too. Uh, five B's. He <laughs> <laughs> was spot on about those, uh, about those five B's. Um, a, a lot to get to, Carl. And uh, one thing I do want to hit on, um, we got the NFL Combine going on right now. And, you know, this has been uh, a product that betters have just adored over the years. And how, because I, I always say it, but I guess I've never had someone actually speak it. How have you guys fared booking the NFL draft? Uh, we've never won. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, uh, Tim, it, it's, we, we kind of, you know, this, it, it, it is, you're right. It's, it's customer driven. It's something that the customers want. Um, and so, it, you know, it's, it's our place that we offer it. We, we treat it like an amenity, you know, we, uh, uh, it's not an easy market to book. I mean, this thing can go all over the place. Uh, you know, the information can get out. That's one of the reasons why I don't I don't know any bookmakers that like booking any of the drafts. I just don't. Uh, and, and one of the reasons why is basically uh, just because the information, you know, you don't you, you you don't know until it gets to the counter that somebody knows something. And uh, it's not a good spot for us. We, we've never won at it. We've never lost a whole lot. Uh, strictly because we, uh, you know, we watch the limits pretty close, but uh, it's a very popular thing, and the customers like it, so we offer it. Yes. You know what you should do this year is is 
book it like you do thoroughbred horse racing. Whenever the bet's made, they still get the closing line odds. <laughs> yeah. A pair of mutual action? Because right. you put a horse at 10 to 1, he goes off at even money. You get even money. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, it and is. It's, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, for me, me personally, I, I just, I, I just, I, it's not something that I would bet on. I, I just, I don't like that type of stuff. I want to see a guy either miss a shot or make a shot that's either going to win me money or cost me money. Uh, you know, the draft, it, it, you know, I don't want some guys in some war room dictating whether I'm going to win money or lose money. Well, I'll be honest, after the uh, Paulo Banchero uh, windfall of profits, everybody will be throwing a little money down, hoping and anticipating that they know how this draft is going to go. It is, uh, yeah. It's it's an event that, uh, like you said, it's it's one where it's information driven. There's no power rating, so that you know puts the books at a at a bit of a disadvantage. Carl Johnson, our good friend at Jick Jack Johnson, joining us there from the Beau Rivage MGM property in Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, last night we saw the return of Kevin Durant, uh, his uh, debut as a Phoenix Sun. And uh, he went over his player prop, over 20 and a half, so that cashed. Uh, the Suns also won and covered against the Charlotte Hornets. You know, when you see a big-time player like Kevin Durant return to action or, in this particular instance, make his debut with a, a team, did the handle go up because of that last night? Uh, you know, I don't know if it went up because of last night. I know that there was some interest in it. You know, people have been waiting for this, uh, you know, for the last week or so. I mean, uh and look, I mean, you got to give it to the guy. I think he played 27 minutes last night. Um, I think he scored 23 points. Uh, you know, that's a team. I tell you what, I get out of all of this is that, you know, I was looking at, at at the standings there. I mean, they're two games out in their division right there. I, I think it might be worth a little play uh, uh, to to maybe play uh, uh, Phoenix to win that division right now. But uh, you know, I I can tell you this. We are our handle is is growing right now. Our handles in basketball is up about I don't know almost thirty percent since Super Bowl, uh, and that's typical of what it does this time of the year. Uh, and then players like Durant, that's uh, you know last night he got his first start for the Suns. Uh, it helps us. Uh, next week uh, it'll pick up a, a whole lot more, and then March Madness it'll you know we'll blow the doors off of it. It'll be uh, like four. Super Bowls back-to-back. Back. Carl, when it comes to NBA futures right now, uh, what is your liability looking like? Has it shifted at all as the season has gone on? Uh, you know, a little bit. I think we're okay. I mean, we don't have a whole lot of liability in the NBA. Look, one of the things that helps us, you know, I mean, look, if you're, in a, if you're a Laker, LeBron fan, I mean, they're heavily bet in the futures market. Uh, so with him being out now, uh, you know, their chances are, are pretty slim. Uh, that helps us. Uh, you know, we've got, uh, we've, got, we've got some play on some of these teams. But uh, overall, I mean, what we're looking for is we're looking for about six or seven of these teams to play good basketball. We'll move the odds up a little bit, try to entice some money into their pool. And then, uh, we'll, you know, we'll be okay at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the season. Talking once again to Carl Johnson. You can follow him on Twitter at Jack Johnson. Um, the LeBron, you know, situation, him being as as noteworthy as he is, and people just like to bet on you know big time players. Uh, I got to imagine you guys are feeling okay about where you stand on the Lakers in the futures market. 
Yeah, we are. I mean, you know, that's that's one of the things. I mean, they're they're so heavily bet. You know, uh, you know, I, I I think our worst case scenario. I think we're we've got uh, some pretty good action. Uh, people played Milwaukee and and they got a good shot. Uh, they'll they'll probably be in the mix all the way to the end. But uh, yeah, I mean we're good with the Lakers. You know we feel like uh, you know he's out for a while and uh, you know their odds have drastically changed. I mean uh, they're all the way they're, they're at thirty to one right now with him out. So uh, we're in good shape there. Talking once again to Carl Johnson. Carl, let's uh, let's get to what the people want to know because we've got some uh, interesting games all over the board regarding college basketball tonight. And as soon as I get to this, this is where Sean takes the pen out and is ready to, to look. Uh, what's the sharp report looking like tonight? And uh, what is a, a pretty eclectic college basketball slate? Damn, see, I, I can't even spell that word. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, tonight uh, we're looking at uh, St. Peter's plus three and a half. Now, some of these lines may have moved, but St. Peter's plus three and a half, Minnesota plus eight and a half, Fairfield plus one and a half. Um, this is a play that I like. I like Arizona State plus 11 and a half. Ooh. My favorite play of the night, I, I like USC plus two and a half, <laughs> and they're going with Washington plus one and a half. By the way, yes, this is great. So, uh, hold on. So, Carl, what was it? Was it like four weeks ago? Oh, my it was like God. four weeks ago when Sean was, you know, puffing out his chest about the Bucks, the four Bs, and you, you just shot him down saying it's the five Bs, the fifth B is going broke. Your biggest play yeah. of the college, the NFL season was the Cowboys. Can you repeat real quickly? Just I have, I'm a bit of hard of hearing. Can you repeat your favorite play of the night? Uh, it was out west, wasn't it? Yeah, my favorite play of the night is USC plus two and a half. Sean, That's what's your favorite? favorite. <laughs> what's your favorite play of the night, Sean? I give up. Sean, what's your? I just I, I quit. Carl needs to know. I quit. He, he wasn't watching. I'm I, not even gonna speak it into existence. Hey man, go go Trojans, <laughs> fight on. He's on Arizona tonight. Am I? <laughs> Sean was feeling so good oh, during the during the break before we gave out our plays last segment. Carl, he goes, "What do you think about Arizona?" I like Arizona. I'm like, well, well, Carl, here's the reason. I was like, I, I can't deny Under it. Tommy Lloyd, the last two seasons, Arizona has not lost two games in a row. He's 7-0 coming off of a loss. So I just that that was why, you know, I backed Arizona tonight. We'll see. Carl well, versus look, Sean. The thing is, you got steam in your favor there. Uh, so, I mean, the people betting Arizona a little bit. But I think the line's way too low for a reason. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Line sometimes tells you a story, right, Carl? That's right. Carl, always appreciate it. Thanks for bringing Sean down again. I got to hear about this the rest of the show, Carl. <laughs> there he is, Carl Johnson, the best of the biz. Follow him on Twitter at ChickJackJohnson. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.